2: You know what I want to say? What? Lauren, we are survivors.
3: I don't know the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> I don't really know the lyrics. Either. What is it? I'm a survivor. I'm, I'm not, not going to give, give up. up. See, it's not so, proper English. That's it's, why. It's not proper grammatical English.
2: No. But it makes sense to me because I barely speak proper grammatical English. <laughs> Surviving festival. Oh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe,
3: and I'm Lauren,
2: and we are the, the Neuro-nerds. Neuronerds.
1: Yes, that was on time.
3: <laughs> I,
2: I feel pretty good. On, I feel pretty good about that.
0: Neuronerds.
3: So, in case you guys didn't know, in our little Neuro Nook cave, uh, right? Yeah, well, yeah, this is definitely the Neuro Nook, uh, and it's awesome. Um, we don't have a camera, but I think we need to because there are some shenanigans that Joe and I get up to that are, let's just be serious, fucking fantabulous. Oh, well, without
2: right? question.
3: And uh, and then they're always hilarious. And then we get sad because we're like, oh, we didn't record.
2: Yeah, this. we didn't record any of that. Oh, man. And I'd like to say, oh, that's just for us. But we both had brain injuries. So <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not really sure if we're going to remember any of this.
3: I but know. As of
2: right <laughs> now, epic. Yes. So capital w- E. <laughs> Cap, that
3: was not an e
2: cap, it was not <laughs> capital pick right so Ep-pic. pick pick <laughs> so, so what 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 are we talking about today lauren
3: epic survival
2: tips and tricks yeah yeah Ooh. see Ooh, there yes. epic it
3: survival tips and tricks today So
2: coachella is coming up and last year i made it to coachella which is awesome but well,
3: maybe like we have listeners in 40 countries, right? Oh, we do. You <gasps> might not know what Coachella on... is. So Coachella And I'm so proud if you don't.
2: <laughs> no, Coachella's awesome. Coachella is like the biggest music festival that we have down here. It's kind of like today's version of like Woodstock, right?
3: Oh, please, let's not put it on the uh, the level of epic Woodstock. Yeah, it's a
2: bunch of dirty, stinky people. Yeah.
3: Right? <laughs> Lots of drugs everywhere. Yo, there's so and many. occasionally oh, my some God. music.
2: There's so many. No, there's like non-stop music. So that that's what the 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 tips and tricks and survival episode is all about. So we're talking about like how to survive things like that. Not necessarily just Coachella. This is just brings it up to like these big things that us brain injury survivors have to deal with.
3: Yeah. And anywhere that you're, you might be going, um, it's not something you do regularly. It's like an event, um, a weekend of, uh, if you're going for work, you're going to a convention for work. You're going to comic con, you're going to anime expo, something like that, where it's going to be a couple, it can be any, a couple of hours to a couple of days of like literally nonstop overstimulation. Let's be real. Those of us with brain injury, overstimulation, we live that way like 24-7. Oh, my gosh. And that's just in normal life. That's just waking up. Where we can almost, yeah, where we can almost control the environment, right? That's already, we're susceptible to overstimulation. Right. Now throw in.
2: Lights. Yeah. Noises. And lots
3: of people touching you.
2: Oh, my God. I don't like to be touched. Personal space. That's that's
3: very American of us, but personal space.
2: That's why I don't get massages. I like strange people touching me.
3: Oh, I actually had a massage the other day. It was good, but I was like disappointed because it was not my disappointed. Yes, Hercules <laughs> ah, Uber episode. No, um, yeah. So I was a little disappointed because it wasn't my massage therapist, and I was like, Meh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a friend of the show, um, Brian, super awesome, incredible dude. He did something major and and awesome. Like he traveled. I think it was to Toronto again. I had a brain injury. I might be getting it wrong. To to see a band, like mm-hmm. to see a concert, like mm-hmm. it was like a big deal. And Brian suffers from aphasia and he's like documenting like his recovery. It's super inspiring. It's super amazing. And just to see him like, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to. And he did it and he went and it looked awesome. It looked like he had a lot of fun. But like all of these, these things are, are massive steps like in our recovery. Yeah. And it takes so much energy, mental energy to like visualize for me mm-hmm. how I got through Coachella. Because basically your your most average, regular, mundane, boring day. Is crazy overstimulating. Yeah, it's it's so much, it's so overwhelming. Let alone something with a hundred thousand people and lights and sounds and 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 touches and smelly, stinky, and dirty people, dust <laughs> and heat
3: and sunlight.
2: No, really, because Coachella is hot. It's, it's the it desert. It takes
3: place out in the desert here in California. Um, near it's in the Coachella Valley, hence Coachella. Uh-huh um but yeah oh, is that how we got its name oh i don't know <laughs> um but yeah so it, you have like every stimulus it's a there's like nothing that's at a baseline really everything is like an extreme of something an extreme amount of people an extreme amount of heat an extreme amount of dust oh
2: and at night an everything's expensive of, an, an extreme amount of cold
3: it's it yeah. so cold it's a desert it's it a high desert.
2: So I knew this was going to be a thing. Like, I, I knew all about it. I knew, like, okay, I've been to Coachella before. I know what it is, but I've never been, like, post-brain injury. Mm-hmm. A post-new Joe who gets, like, overstimulated walking my dog. Um, so I, like, mentally prepared for, for, I don't know, it seemed like weeks. And I just visualized every outcome, being stuck in traffic, human traffic, just, like, walking from one stage to the next stage. You know, figuring out okay, well, when we go eat, there's not like a place to sit down and quietly enjoy your meal. You're standing. You're getting bumped. You're by
3: your twenty thousand best friends.
2: Seriously, it's so weird. You know, and there's, I I think most conversations that take place at Coachella are they just consist of loud noises.
3: (laughs) Yeah, loud noises. And where can I buy Molly?
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. No. 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 Where, Where can I buy it? For free. Don't do drugs, people. Drugs are bad.
3: Drugs are bad. Especially for brain injuries. Drugs are bad.
2: Yeah, definitely. So so the the lights were something I didn't really take into account. Because, like, taking into consideration, because lights don't really mess with me. At night, when I'm driving, the lights going by, it would kind of, like, you know, it throws me off. But it doesn't, like, make me go into panic mode like noises do. Mm -hmm. So I had my Beats by Trey. I think that's what these are called, right? This headset thing that I have
3: right and they look like it
2: yeah they look like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so I have them in my ears like those of you who listen to the show or know me at all basically 24 hours a day I have my headphones in and it's not because I'm listening to music I have them in because it blocks out a lot of the background noise so that was the biggest help in my concert going because there was just so much noise and I, I don't want to block out the noise I just want to block out the excess noise mm-hmm. so when i have these in i can hear the concert i can hear the people who are talking to in front of me but it's all the extra ambient noise it's that like goes- a nice
3: filter kind of mm-hmm. dulls it down
2: it does it's just like you know all the stuff that we put in this room to kind of mm-hmm. like buffer some of the sound that's what it is it buffers the sound and it made it tremendously um you know it, it made it so much easier for me the lights on the other hand was a lot it was two or three times where i was like yeah, i think i'm gonna swallow my tongue this is t- You should wear much.
3: sunglasses so then you can go, i wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can. So
2: I thought about that. Yeah. I thought about that recently. You know, I went to like this um, Oscar. Wait, was it the Oscars recently?
0: Yes. yes.
2: I went to like an Oscar party thing and I had my headphones in, but the lights were like, it was really messing with me. And I think I told uh, a Felice in sleep and I was like, you know, I wish I was like that pretentious dude that I could just wear sunglasses at night in a mm-hmm. club and a party. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that dude, and also I when, think you
3: need to become that dude.
2: Well, when you have sunglasses on in any dark place,
3: you're gonna trip and bump into things. No, that's why you have someone hold your arm. You get you get sleep on one side and you have fell on the other. Yeah, side. you
2: heard that sleep. You have to hold my arm.
3: You have to hold his hand.
2: <laughs> so, so that that's that's what I I think. Or you
3: hire someone.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just hire somebody like and like you can give me a piggyback ride.
3: There you go. Right? Yeah. I don't if mind you pay that. someone enough, they hey. might.
2: Joe has no shame. I'll I'll be piggybacked around clubs and parties. Um, so for me, the sound using my headphones to block out the sound is the biggest tip and help for me. Um, maybe wearing sunglasses at these events to block out like the the, the I always say noise.
3: It's a type of noise. It's yeah. like visual. Noise.
2: It's a visual. Perfect. It's I because I always say noise when it comes to you know visual things like mm-hmm. oh there was this flash there was like oh yeah it's just it's so much noise. To me, it's loud. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense, but it makes sense, I guess, to brain injured. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the visual noise. They'll block out the visual noise and kind of like, you know, it, it'll help you breathe. Meditation was a big help. Mm-hmm. Um, visualization, just knowing, okay, I'm going to do this and this is going to happen. So, like, knowing, like, worst case scenarios.
3: Okay, so that was what I was going to ask you is, so I don't suffer it as much, like, to that intensity. But my, my I guess I would wonder is... If you over prepared, like you over scheduled, over planned, like down to like the nitty gritty minute. And then when you're at these festivals, sometimes you can't, especially because like if you're trying to get an Uber somewhere and you're waiting an hour, like, and that's going to throw off your plans. What would, how would you like, what's a good happy medium for the planning aspect of it?
2: Just, just knowing that. No matter how much you game plan, everything changes when you get punched in the face.
3: And what do you do when you get punched in the face? How do you write your ship?
2: You roll with the punch. You know, it's not the on the, the end floor. Of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after you cry, after you throw a little hissy fit, and panic attack.
3: Don't um, hit back. No,
2: you don't, yeah, well, you, Actually, you should. You should hit back. You don't should.
3: start the fight, but you goddamn well finish it.
2: Yeah, you absolutely hit them when they're down. Right. No. Is that our theme? Kicking people when they're on the floor? No. Okay. Um so yeah because everything you have this game plan you have this outline mm-hmm. but then when it actually happens sometimes it's nowhere near anything you prepared for. So
3: how how would you recommend for someone like let's say they're like some of our listeners they might go on a convention for work and those are pretty structured are. right like you have your time you fly in you have your meetings scheduled out for the day blah 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 but things happen and those of us that thrive on structure if you like a lot of people if they have any sort of deviation i know this is for you as well yes. so the routine it's like danger, Will Robinson, danger.
2: Yeah, that's perfect. So, right, I feel. Right?
3: so what is what how would you suggest for someone, especially in an environment like a, a music festival or something where it's like you can't really change it like you have to roll with it? What is your advice for that?
2: OK, that's where meditation comes in and visualization. Just,
3: I was like, do you recommend people just plop down on the floor and meditate? It,
2: it, so having the headphones in was yeah. helpful because I could literally, like, so I have them, um, I don't know, like three-fourths in my ear because, mm-hmm. you know, it, like however much noise I need to block out, I have them all the way in my ear. They're basically like earphones. Yeah. So if that just brings out all the noise, but you still have the stimuli of mm-hmm. everything that's going around you. Mm-hmm. But if you could just take a breath and you at least block out that, mm-hmm. it's very helpful to like gain your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on, but if you just like focus on one thing whether it's your phone, your hands, the floor, whatever it is, you can focus in and be like, "Okay, this is what was supposed to happen. This is what was gonna happen. None of that is happening. Mm-hmm. This is now happening." And that's where radical acceptance comes in, where you can't fight it. Resistance is pain. Resistance, futile. <laughs> no, kind of. It kind of is because in like,
3: that in, in that instance, yeah,
2: because if you resist it, like, well. We were supposed to do this. It was what, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, so,
3: and, it, and, and you can't change
2: yeah, it. Yeah, so you're now stuck on it. So, okay, it happened. Accept it and then move on. The quicker that happens, the quicker you can actually move on. But if you keep on focusing it and, and the Uber was supposed to be there and then it mm-hmm. canceled, but it was, suppo- yeah, it was supposed to, it didn't. Yeah. So now what are we doing now? Mm-hmm. So immediately radical acceptance is the first and foremost after you block out like whatever extra noise there is, you know? Mm-hmm. And then immediately try to re-game plan, re-visualize like what's happening now, what's happening right now.
3: And if you're in a situation like, again, I keep going back to like if you're at a work convention or something, because sometimes you don't travel with a group. Like if you're going to a festival or you're going somewhere with friends, like you can rely on them and be like, OK, can you just deal with this? Because I'm having a moment and I yeah. can't deal with it. And if you are with friends and something sets you off or something is freaking you out, communicate. Communication is key. It is. Tell the people you're with, you're having a moment or you can't like, this is like too much. You can't deal with it. I've straight up told people, I'm like, you know what? I can't like that. I can't deal with this. I'm cool to do whatever. Handle it. I can't do it.
2: This is where acceptance comes yeah. in. Accept that you
3: can't do certain things. Yeah.
2: Also, accept whatever it is that like w- whatever limitation that you have, mm-hmm. accept that. And the people that you're going with, they should know this.
3: Yeah. So you just communicate. But there are some times when you might be going somewhere by yourself oh. that you can't like, again, maybe you're at a work convention. You go to Anime Expo by yourself, which I have done. Um, Nerd. Go, yeah. Maybe you go to Disneyland <laughs> by yourself and your favorite ride is closed. I don't know. That might affect you. But um, then what do you do? So the idea what I, I like, the idea of what Joe is saying, like, you have to take a moment to kind of like it. It's kind of a type of grounding or meditation. So you take a moment to be pissed off. I mean, honor that. Mo- like, have a moment. Be right. like, fuck. Like, like you're, you're,
2: you're allowed to be there.
3: Yeah. Just don't get stuck. Yeah. So have a moment to stomp your feet. Um, What I would recommend is if you're in a meeting or something or on the break, take a moment, like excuse yourself, go like around the corner because I've had to do this at work where things just didn't work and I was about to kill people. So I was like, I need to like have a minute. Mm-hmm. So like take yourself around a corner, maybe go up a flight of stairs or something to a different floor or walk outside. Best thing to do would probably be is to walk outside and get some um, sunlight on you. Um, but then, like, take a moment to like sit down, and if you can sit down, like on grass, right, or something not concrete. But right, you're at one or with asphalt. Nature. Yeah, you want to somehow get there. But let's say there's no grass or anything. Go like a tree. Um, go find Groot. Um, no, but like, get some sunlight on you. Some or it's just some moving air, and take a moment and like connect to whatever that sensation is. So connect to the ground, connect to the sun, or some breeze like blowing against your um your face or something just to have that little natural, like natural element distraction. Right. Take a breath or two acknowledge. Like Joe says, this sucks. This wasn't what's supposed to happen, but it's happening. How can I move with this? Now, a lot of us are control freaks. (laughs) Blue.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of us name Lauren Monzano.
3: I had to go to therapy to accept that. One hundred
2: percent of Lauren L Monzanos are control freaks.
3: But you know what? I've accepted I'm a control freak, and I'm working on letting the things that I can't control go. That's good. So yeah, that's, that's... my progress. My therapist would be proud. Of. Hey, growth. Right, right. Um, she's not tied up in a basement in my um. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, acknowledge like you can't you can't change, it, especially if you're part of a program. You as an individual can't change. It for the other four hundred people that are there. Right. So you know you're just gonna have to say fine. It's gonna go like this. And then what you do? What I would do? Power through, and then just plan for whatever self care ritual you do for the end of the day. So that way you can look forward to that. Absolutely. Right.
2: Like, I can't wait for this Epsom salt. Bath.
3: Yeah. You're like I have to get through this next two hours of bullshit because Karen did not make the photocopy. So now we have to go watch PowerPoint presentation. Damn it, God damn Karen. it Karen. Right. Sorry, Karen's anyone who's Karen out there. <laughs> um, but, you know, something happens like that and then you have to go on a fly or now you have to present or something power through yep. and then treat yourself. This is what 2019 treat yourself. OK, treat yourself
2: 2019. Yeah?
3: So maybe you're going inst- to maybe you weren't going to get um, a glass of wine, maybe, that you know, at the end of the night. But you're like, you know what? I'm going to go have half a glass of wine, go take a hot bath and binge watch some parks and recs like whatever okay. it takes instead of having to go out to that company meeting.
2: Right, instead of a half a glass, why not a full bottle and some heroin? Oh Boom! No, guys,
3: don't do don't drugs. Follow, don't follow Joe's advice. Drugs guys, hash, oh. th- disclaimer,
0: disclaimer: the neuro nerds do not endorse or promote drug use in any way, including heroin. Don't listen to Joe. He had a stroke.
2: You guys know I'm an idiot. You guys get it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah,
3: he's scared. He's scaring our new intern.
2: <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. It's absolutely true. Um yeah, Radicalist, it sucks right now, but yeah, I'm getting through this and I can't wait to do the things that I want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like always something to look forward to. Like this sucks. You know what sucks? Half of the Marvel the, the MCU, half of it is dust right now.
1: Why? That Why? sucks. That
2: sucks so bad. Why? Do you want to know what's to look forward to?
1: Why?
2: A resolution. <laughs> right? How are they going to bring back Bucky? How are they going to bring back Scarlet Witch? Oh my How God. are they going to bring That's this That's our next back?
3: episode. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: But there's always something to look forward to. So as much as it sucks right now, I was just thinking about that. So I was in uh, occupational therapy. My occupational therapist, Kaylee, who's going to be on the show at some point, who's really, really nervous.
0: Oh, my God.
3: So
2: Kaylee's so nervous, she's actually recruited another occupational therapist to come on the show with her to be like her bodyguard. I don't know. <laughs> her, so
3: Her handler.
2: But it's OK. I've, I've got Lauren to threaten both of them.
3: I just have to. Cross my arms and glare ominously. No, so she has. And then giggle.
2: She, she, <laughs> yes, that's, that's the creepiest part. So, the, it's, what's really cool is during one of my sessions, she had me make essential oils. Ooh. And one of them was for sleep, mm-hmm. but not for like sleep, you know, like yeah, our, not, music not our music department sleep. Um, so, she made one that I spray on my pillowcase. How do you
3: say sleep in Spanish?
2: Uh, noche, right? That's nighttime. Yeah. How do you say it? So, I, I gave him a nickname. I call him Noche all the time. How do you say sleep in, in Spanish?
3: Well, the verb is dormir.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. It's Noche. Noche's but, his nickname. But that
3: would be cool if his name was Dormir.
2: Dormir. Yeah. That, that sounds like a planet that Thor or is gonna travel to. Right? So, so she she had me do essential oils. Oh my god,
3: it does Dormir. Dormir, yeah! right? Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah,
2: so sleep in Spanish is a planet.
3: That's pretty close. Not bad.
2: <laughs> so the the essential oils, um, I made it was great occupationally for my right hand to so mm-hmm. like get all the stuff in or whatever. Um, It was great for sleep. There was one for when I'm feeling um overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. It's a grounded scent. I got to tell you, I hate the way it
3: smells. But That's because you need grounding and your body's like, no.
2: But I do. So it's this little roller. Yep. And apparently, like, so I roll it on. And if I'm like, if I just need to be grounded, I smell that. And it brings me down the scents that are in there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that for Coachella. But that's something that, like, you guys can do. Check out essential oils. There's something about these scents. There's something about, um, I don't know.
3: Um, Well, you know how, like, a scent can bring back a really good memory and stuff? So particular scents can trigger parts of our brains, right? Um, So some can trigger happiness, some can trigger, like, disgust, like, you know, when you smell, like, Trash or like sewage, you're like ew. Right, like um,
2: most DC movies. Yeah,
3: right. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, most. Yeah, we'll like go. Suicide
2: Squad. Hey, 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 hey.
3: No, remember, we're gonna like Suicide Squad with our new head cannon.
2: We we are. Yeah, we are. Where
3: Joker is. Jason Todd. Right. It, damn right. Yep. It better be. Yeah. Um, but same thing. Where these? Uh, you know, you can trigger the pleasure centers of your brain with these scents but you can also trigger like calming scents like yeah. lavender is a really good one so lavender is in yeah. my
2: nighttime yep uh spray that i spray on the pillow yeah and peppermint is one to perk
3: you up yeah right? because that uh that's why like peppermint tea is good for your tummy um peppermint you can put like if you have a headache uh with certain of uh, peppermint oils on the temples yeah peppermint oils
2: and eucalyptus mm-hmm. i believe those, mm-hmm. those those are good i know that because like i used to suffer yep. from high blood pressure migraines that i thought we were just regular migraines no
3: that was a sign that you have you're gonna have a hole in your head <laughs> um but no so that's really cool you know essential oils might not be for you that's totally cool some people think it's a little woo woo um which i guess to a point it kind of is it's yeah. a little more eastern medicine holistic it
2: is deal with it it's here to stay yeah hey, so combine
3: these things, the two western and eastern holistic. absolutely
2: absolutely i mean these things are time-proven ingredients for a reason
3: yeah nope. and even and even like some people was like well what if it's just the placebo effect do we care so what it, if you're feeling better
2: if it works it works yeah i don't care if i'm drinking water or vodka if i feel happy and drunk i'm in
3: there you go right right so i'm just gonna tell joe's vodka <laughs> or tell him it's just water
2: no no tell me it's gin it's my favorite alcohol so for me it's going to like these events these concerts mm-hmm. actually for me i had to do the same thing when i hosted. Uh, live mm-hmm. on green at the end of last year where i had to like you know picture this whole thing and 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 walk my way through it mentally you on the other hand you perform like oh, i performed yeah. at, at basically you know emceeing that event i was just performing i was mm-hmm. like hey me but you perform like you are the center of center stage you're on this big stage you're on the mm-hmm. giant pole mm-hmm. you're literally there's lights there's mm-hmm. cameras there's hundreds of people mm-hmm. staring at you mm-hmm. oh by the way staring at you half butt naked yep so how obviously you have no shame but how do you deal with that especially i have a
3: little more than you no yeah, that's, you know
2: what that's very true I'm, I'm barely wearing anything right now oh
3: my god <laughs> guys you can't see it but there's like it feels like sensor bars right now in front of joe it's amazing yeah
2: because i'm wearing a thong and an eye patch
3: <gasps> making <No>. me jealous
2: <laughs> so for you specifically because you you've done this you've mm-hmm. just been Uh, you you performed, you fought in Mm -hmm. front of X amount of people, you have trained, you've done uh, a pole Mm expose, and you danced around. You've done this all pre-concussion.
3: I've done pre and post. So
2: post-concussion, you now suffer from anxiety that you've never had. Yes. How do you deal with that now? Doing the same thing in front of so many Uh, eyes with so much stimulation going on. Like, what what, what are your tips and tricks for that?
3: Wow. Yeah, that's a... When we were talking about this episode, I was like, oh, yeah. I totally didn't even, like like consciously think about the difference but yeah, there you, is you totally
2: turned a Fargo right now oh yeah. yeah oh
3: yeah no um yeah so like pre like I I would always feel like any like rational person you should feel a little bit nervous before you go in the ring before you take the stage anytime you should always feel a little like oh, okay Ooh. if you don't have the jitters before you're going on stage or um
2: you might be a sociopath
3: fight, no um that usually means you're not going to have your best performance um, or you're going to get hurt mm. because when you're a little nervous, a little shaky, you become more present in your body and you're more hyper aware. So then like, at least like I, I for pole, like I'm not going to fall 12 feet. From
2: yeah. Sailing, right? I, I still think that you should be with a, in a helmet when you're on the pole.
3: <laughs> well, maybe I'll, I'll dedicate my next uh, pole piece and with a helmet be about a uh, brain injury. Awareness. You could put like
2: Viking uh, horns on it. My like, God, be cool. That'd be
3: fabulous. Um, but so, um, you know, pre, concussion. That was something I dealt with. It was always minor. And it was like, okay, it's just jitters. So now what I have noticed is like I do have to have a little bit of a routine. I do have to have a little bit of like more preparation. So not only do I have to make sure like I have a checklist of all my things I need to bring for the day, you know, make sure I have enough food to get me through, because like this year, just like last year, I'm competing on one day, which is great, but I have one performance at 9 a.m. and my and the last performance is at 5 p.m. I'm oh, the last performer of the day.
1: That sucks.
3: But my students so charmingly put it as, "It's okay, Lauren. You're there to shut it down. You're yeah. the finale." And, and I'm you're, like, "You're
2: the Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, you're I'm, I'm like, close all, right, so much down.
3: all right, all right, It's Good. I'm going to have hot shirtless men on stage. Uh, it's going to be fabulous."
2: Oh, I didn't know I was going to be on stage. Oh, Come on, Eric and oh, oh, oh
3: my god, everyone will. I'll just get last place. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, so that helps. Um, so what I have noticed is like, um I also can't judge the feelings. So that's the other thing, you know, when you have radical acceptance, but that's also like pre issue. So everything, let's say everything goes according to plan. Right. Um, you do roll with it cause things do change backstage. You might have to be going up half hour soon. You might be delayed by an hour. They might take a break and you're like, I'm ready to go on. And so like what I know is I do have to have some time to warm up and stretch, of course, but then like to relax and like listen to music. I have two playlists. I have my like get her done, pump it up, like stretching and woo, I feel great playlist. And then I have my like, calm the fuck down and <laughs> breathe deeply, kind of like silence the crazy kind of like, right. playlist. You should
2: probably be listening to that at least 23 hours a right?
3: day. Um, so there's that. But what I have noticed is, since post-concussion and since I've become more and more successful in the pole world, I've had more and more of my own students competing. And so what ends up happening is I'm responsible for them. I'm not, they're grown ass people, right?
2: but But you feel uh, that sense of responsibility. I'm
3: their coach. I'm their pole or dance mama. The mentor. Exactly. So I need to be there to make sure I have my shit on straight so I can take care of their insanity.
2: Hey man, Superman isn't panicking. Wait, Superman's panicking. Oh, shit. exactly.
3: And I've had a student basically tell me that she says, I would be panicking right now, but you're not. And then I'm like on the inside going, yeah. Yeah, "I'm
2: not panicking at all." Yeah, no,
3: I'm panicking. So, um, what I think would be something really useful, like let's say you're going to go be on stage. Let's say you're giving a presentation. You're having a TED talk. Hi, Mimi. I hope you get that Damn right? right, Mimi. Mimi, get that TED talk. Um, but I think if maybe you make it a little bit bigger than yourself, make it something a little bit bigger. It's not just you going on stage. Mm-hmm. Whether you're there showing. Um, your message. I always tell people you have to have a why when you're going to go on stage for anything or you're going to fight. Like why that. the fuck are you doing this? Because like, okay, for competing for dance is hard. Dance is a subjective art. Any art is subjective. Right. It's art. Right. And so you're going to, I always tell my students, why the hell are you going on stage and subjecting yourself to judgment? Because a lot of times with art, especially oh, movies. because most people are sadists. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're masochists. <laughs> masochists. Um, so I always tell people, as long as you know your why, and it's usually beyond what I want to win. Very few people actually go. I've noticed, at least in my clients, Mm -hmm. go on stage to compete for pole because they want to win. Right. Like that's usually the cursory level. And so it's like, what is your deeper meaning? Why do you want to be there? That's going to keep you sane. What is my meaning? Right. My reason. The competition after my brain injury, the one I actually did compete in 2017. This is how I know my brain injury was 2015. Um, <laughs> was, um, I wanted to quit so much cause it was so damn hard. And I trained the hardest probably I had in my life. I haven't trained that hard again since, but, um, it was really hard. But I remember I kept thinking about why am I doing this? And it was because to show that I could was oh. that I had given up. I had had a brain injury and it wasn't a give up. I You're dropped like-
2: out. You're yeah. like climbing a mountain. Yeah. why did you climb that mountain? Yeah. Because it was there. Yeah.
3: Well, it wasn't so much, about it was there. It was showing myself I could do it and I could do it well again. I could come back from a brain injury and the brain injury wasn't going to stop. You me.
2: know what? That's awesome.
3: Yeah. That's motivating as fuck. Yeah. Like that was my whole rationale. And my goal was not to win. I didn't care. I was like, I just want to go on stage and have the best run through and show my style despite my brain not being friendly to me at right. the time. And it still brings me a little emotional. That's, you know,
2: that's awesome. But, but that, that, how did you feel doing it? Oh, my God. One thing I'm going to do. Yeah. This. It's another thing. I'm now in this moment. Oh,
3: my God. I was nervous as fuck. I was backstage shaking. Um, and so in order to trick my brain when I'm shaking from nerves to get on stage, I shimmy backstage. So I like out shimmy the shakes. So I out shake the shakes. Um, that's how I warm up is pushups and shimmies backstage, like right before I go on when I'm on deck.
2: Is that why you have such a strong upper body?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's just, um, but I remember, um, and it was interesting. I had a student of mine that was going on right before me and we were competing against each other. It was hilarious, but I had coached her.
2: And now the student becomes the teacher.
3: Yeah. People ask me like, well, how's that feel? I said, honestly, if she beats me. You damn, I'm an amazing well teacher. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I was like, and if I don't, if, if I beat her, well, that's just part for the course. Right. And so I was able to hug her and she did great. And I was like emotional watching her. And then I had five minutes. There was another girl from a different category on. But I remember I was back there. And I was like, okay, this is about me. This is about me doing this and getting the best run through. Right. I was competing against 11 people. So oh, wow. I, in my mind, I was like, I'm not getting a medal because I didn't have the highest tricks that there was. Oh, so like, what you're
2: saying is, you were trying to lose before you even started.
3: No, it didn't matter. So I went on amazing. Uh, do they take score? Yes. It matters. <laughs> but it was an amazing run through. I felt amazing. I got the crowd involved. They were cheering and screaming for me. That's my favorite part is when the crowd gets in. Yeah,
2: And then you realize half your boob was out. And you're like, oops, maybe that's why they were no, cheering.
3: No, but I learned, I was very excited that I had worn um, a new dong underneath my shorts. Let's just... Let's just say I was hey, very grateful. Hey,
2: I, I guarantee you, you weren't the only one who was excited about that. Let's
3: be real. Always wear <laughs> underwear underneath your costumes, ladies I think, and gentlemen.
2: I think that's just that should be a, a, a rule, period. Yeah, Always right. wear underwear.
3: Right. But sometimes your costumes are so small, you can't.
2: I, 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 feel, <laughs> but I made myself. I feel that in my soul.
3: But regardless. So at moral of the story was I had felt so fulfilled and completed by getting on stage and doing but just
2: things. getting yeah. on stage.
3: And then the cherry on top of that, which was amazing. Um, was I went out, the scores got posted, right? And the competition's still going on, but they post the scores every so often that they come up. Oh, okay. And um, my friend comes out or my coach comes out. She's like, hey, they just posted scores. Do you want to go look? And I was like, okay. In my mind, I was like, I think I got a solid fifth place because I got to watch some of the other pieces. Mm
2: -hmm. And you're like, I'm so much better than her. No,
3: (laughs) I was like, okay, well, my stage presence is better there, but their tricks are better, blah, blah, blah. So in my mind, I was like, Fifth or sixth, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be right at the middle. Right. This would be a good way to come back into competition. And then one of my students who wasn't competing, who'd come to watch, she was at the score thing and she just looked at me. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what was happened? Was
2: I that bad? Yeah, like that's what I
3: had going in through my <laughs> well, mind. Because she well, had like. "Why this, do you always go so dark? Well, because the look was not a happy look. It was like big eyes, like, oh, what's going on? So I go over it and my, I didn't know at the time. My coach brought her phone out to record me. I had gotten second place. Yeah. And I just started falling because that was such like a validation of no i'm good at this i came back i came back and i came back stronger yeah
2: i can do this yeah even after literally like you could have died yeah you could have died you could have had like some serious not that you haven't had serious brain issues but you could have had like some serious brain issues where you couldn't not just climb a pole climb stairs yeah you know what i'm saying and you did it
3: so it was amazing so what i found was you always have to like when you're going to do these things and it doesn't even have to be a competition. Like no. I said, maybe you're giving a speech at your friend's wedding. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like,
2: like I just said, just um uh, again, friend of the show, Brian just went to this concert. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Like even the, the fact that you were like, I want to get up and I'm going to go do this thing. And this is something that I want to do and I'm going to do. That's so inspiring.
3: And so like on that thing is like you find something bigger than yourself, even if they are like, I want to go do this thing for me. That's great. How Absolutely. can you make it a little bit bigger? So it takes the pressure off you on a personal level. So it's not a failing if you somehow can't do it. Right. So maybe so for Brian, it could have just been it could be to show that he could do it. Right. But maybe, you know, instead of saying, well, I want to go, it could be why would this be good for me to go? Right. 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 Why would it be good for me to experience this? Because it will show that I can because it will help me build my tolerance to stimuli because I could meet so and so there and have a conversation like if you can reframe it just a little, we don't need to go too many degrees beyond yourself, but sometimes putting it just a little bit beyond you right. helps remove some of like the personal ish around it.
2: Yeah. No, that, that's, it's, that's so awesome. You know what I'd like to do? I like to interview the girl that won so yeah. I could say, Hey, how does it feel beating someone with a brain injury?
3: Oh my God. that's so bad. Then how do you tell the people who didn't, who came after me and say, how does it feel to oh, lose to someone with a brain injury? Oh,
2: clearly they don't matter. <laughs> You know, like Nellie said, two is not a winner and three nobody remembers. Wow. Right? So, like, how how does it feel to slightly eke out a woman with a brain injury? Wow. Yeah? Does that feel good? (laughs) Does it feel good, Sarah? I don't know what her name is. What's the chick's name? Do you remember? I
3: think it was a guy that beat me. Really? Yeah. (laughs) How does it feel to be dude? All right.
2: That's a whole other thing. That's
3: another conversation for another day.
2: No, but I, I I think this is awesome. I think we got like some good tips and tricks out there.
3: Yeah. Like a lot of
2: it it's mental.
3: It's mental and it's a little bit of preparation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you can do if you can have help, have help. You know what I mean? I have police and she's always there. She's she's like my hand she's my handler. So I go where she tells me to go. And she like helps fill in a lot of the gaps and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, if you don't, you have this beautiful community of us, not just the neuro nerds, but like us brain injury survivors. Like we're so helpful to one another. So if you're about to do this thing, reach out to like one of your fellow, you know, brain injury survivors and say, hey, this is something that I'm about to do. And this is how I'm feeling about it. And do you have any tips or tricks? If they don't, at
3: least you have that moral support. Exactly. Because even if someone doesn't have an, an, um, Orange having a
2: brain moment. Wait, Maybe they don't you have, have a brain.
3: Shut up. I can't think of the word in English. In Spanish, it's consejo. It is
2: the sejo. No, consejo. No. Consejo
3: in English is like to give a, an advice, a suggestion. There you go. Wow.
2: That was, a. you know what? That's an awesome process. That gave like a little taste into like your, your mindset though. Yeah. You know how I what have mean? to do it. Yeah. Because I... you have it. Yeah. It's just in a different language. Yeah.
3: It took me, I was like, oh my God, what's it in English? Um,
2: that's funny because like I have those moments, but it's not in a different language. It's just not there. Yeah. Like it's just somewhere else. And then after searching, it's like, Oh, there it is. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a lot longer than what's just happening. Right there.
3: Oh, I have to like dance it out a little so I can like distract myself. I'm like, okay, what is it? And I have like maracas yeah. in my
2: hand. Yeah, um, a Lauren's in a stone cold groove. Yeah. She remembers.
3: <laughs> so even if they don't have an ex- advice to give you that's maybe relevant but they can at least be like you know what i don't know but you know what we support you right more we got power you. to you you know yeah.
2: it's, a, it's a beautiful thing not only for you but for everybody you know like if you want to think about something bigger think about this community
3: yeah because hello we're all here to help
2: absolutely oh like the neuro nerds Whoop, are here to help <laughs> <laughs> we want to give a big thanks to our sponsor avid for um you know sponsoring the show and uh, uh supporting us with amazing sounds big huge massive giant galactus size shout out to and all our,
3: thank you to our patrons
2: on, on on patreon we love you guys we really appreciate you we couldn't do the show without you and if you guys are enjoying the show uh, a brain injury or not nerd or not you know consider giving us a a, a, a review and, and, and a
3: rating on itunes it, it
2: would be a big help because it would help us reach more people like you and we are growing this community one survivor at a time or one nerd at a time right or both or both yeah so true. Surviving- <laughs> <laughs> also we want to um thank uh the, the gonna geek network because we're now part of the gonna geek network that's Woo-hoo! right the neuro nerds and the gonna geek people are one geeks yes. and nerds together what's going on it's Yes, like, it's like the cree and the scrolls like chilling yep right we're
1: gonna
3: cross line wait,
2: wait, wait, wait is that like crossing streams and ghostbusters
3: maybe i was yeah. thinking of a different type. Of I was gonna say,
2: you, oh my god <laughs> i don't know how this is gonna end up with like a stucky moment Let's you want n- me to fetch is not gonna i'm <laughs> happen. like oh, i'm
3: sorry i wasn't going to but i can and on that note
2: <laughs> the neuro nerds as always we're here to help reach out to me at joso rocks everywhere reach out to lauren at lauren el manzano i'm
3: gonna have to change mine to stucky forever
2: <laughs> reach out to us the neuro nerds and on that beautiful note these neuro nerds are
3: out, out. stucky is endgame. game